0: Would you pray with me for a moment loving god speak to us once again your word of grace your word of love may it bear fruit in our hearts that we may be doers and not just hearers may we walk the talk in our journey with you in the name of jesus we pray amen so i've been thinking a lot about authority this week I've been thinking about it more longer than that, actually. It is an important subject, and throughout my life, uh, throughout my ministry, I've been on both sides of it. As an ordained pastor, I was told to claim authority at the moment of my ordination. This is part of our liturgy. We are told that explicitly. Yet I learned that authority, it just so happens that within authority, there's a lot of negotiation that takes place. As you approach new congregations and get to meet the people, um, I'm not just in ministry, I get to experience authority. We all experience it at some point in, in various parts of my lives. I'm also a married person, and I have uh, my authority just kind of helping with uh, with the uh, slides today. So thank you, Michelle, my wife. So, um, but as I understand that, I also I um, get to uh follow authority Um, and we've made that decision to affirm the authority of my diaz the authority of my bishop um, as i go through this through this ministry journey as well yet we also know that they also must follow certain guidance in their ministry just a few days ago our denomination Went through a very interesting albeit painful and very difficult process where one of our bishops uh, faced charges and was put on trial and much of that had to do with the matter of authority so we understand that this is important and this can have a very um, this can have such an impact in the life of the church so we need to approach it with grace and we need to approach it with love. The passage that we just read talks about authority. First, Jesus is challenged. The chief priests and the elders of the people come to him as he was teaching, and they said, by what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? Then we read about a father, certainly an authority figure, who sends his children to work in his vineyard, and they respond differently. This whole reading begs the question for each of us, how do we respond to authority, particularly God's authority in our lives? And how do we reflect God's grace when we are ourselves in a position of authority? Let me begin by saying that there are different different ways in which we experience (laughs) authority. I've said this before, but I attended uh, churches in Mexico. I've attended churches in Mexico and here in the United States and and there are differences very important cultural differences Uh, for instance in how pastors are addressed here in the United States I've seen pastors being addressed by their first name and that's that's not a bad thing Um, you know we have uh, pastor Jim and pastor Bob and pastor Dan and all kinds of different pastors and 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 sometimes they're addressed and, and they prefer that they prefer being addressed that way That wasn't an option, necessarily, when I was growing up in Mexico. It was always pastor this, pastor that. If we're feeling fancy, we might even add a reverend here and there. Um, And so I I understand this dynamic. People will come to me and ask me what I prefer to be called, is pastor okay? Is reverend okay? I I usually make a joke and say something like, you know, I've been called way worse in my life, so whatever you feel comfortable with, I'm, I'm happy. Um I like giving people the option because some people just will never feel feel comfortable referring to their pastor by their first name, so I understand that and i I respect it, but I also understand why some pastors may actually prefer to be called reverend as opposed to their their name. A pastor friend of mine made the, this this comment some time ago that uh some people it, for some people it may be easier to associate authority with say uh older white men much 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 more easier than with younger uh, women of color and so for them the use of the word reverend it's actually a it's helpful in their ministry journey so this is this authority thing, it's always a negotiation and it can be difficult for certain people. And of course, there's always a difference of the authority that is bestowed upon you and the authority that you earn. Let me ask you this question. How do leaders earn authority in the congregation? How do you earn the respect of a of a group of people. You, you can talk, <laughs> this is allowed. <laughs> speak now, or don't speak ever again, no, I'm just kidding. Behavior. Behavior, yeah, you have to be consistent, perhaps. Show respect to people, absolutely, that's important. Be actively part of the work. Be actively part of the work, absolutely, yeah this is such an important part of ministry when you don't just have expectations for people to do things that you won't do yourself absolutely anything else another thing that I have wrote here is that knowing when to change your mind and listen to advice from other people is that important I believe so I mean, the parable that we just read today, the, the, the sons, talks about people who change their minds. And I think that can be difficult for some people, particular people who are in positions of authority. Um, but friends, when I read the, the gospel and I think about the ministry, the work, the service, the life of Jesus... This whole idea of authority is 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 reframed, for me. Yes, Jesus had bestowed authority. We read that passage when he was baptized, and the 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 the, um, the voice from heaven said, "This is my beloved son. Follow him. Do what he do as he says." But did Jesus earn authority from people? Did Jesus earn respect from people? He was there with them, interacting with them, telling them all the time that he came not to be served, but to serve. He was willing to do the work. He was willing to listen and change his mind and work things out with people around him. this is an authority that is not authoritarian this is not authoritarianism but an authority that begins with grace an authority that begins with knowing that um, God is working on everyone And has given us uh, the skills to be leaders to be servants to 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 follow and guide others this is a kind of authority that embraces accountability as well this is one of the things that I appreciate about the United Methodist Church in that it's not always going to be whatever the pastor says that goes can you say amen Amen. Amen. I appreciate that now listen if things were always done the way i expect them to be or if people always did what i want them to do that would be so much easier for me and they would be right um i'm just kidding just a joke but being a pastor like i said involves a lot of negotiation involves a lot of grace involves knowing that i as a as a member of christ's holy church as a leader yes but also as a servant get to learn from others in my own journey i don't think the religious leaders in the times of jesus were very open to that They wanted to challenge, but not to affirm. They were not there to build up. They were not there to, bless you, to guide and care for others. So if I'm going to be a leader, if I'm going to have some authority, I want to be like Jesus in that regard. want to I want to see others the way God sees them as well one of my seminary professors had this image that has stuck with me in um, for years and that's the idea you know that passage where Jesus says I will make you fishers of men have you read that before so he would he would take that passage and said, you know what, the church the more I serve at churches, I the more I understand that yes that is true, but ministry is very much like catch and release. And I like that. You're fishing, but at the same time at some point you understand that you you send people out. You send people out. You understand that each one of them has the opportunity to leave you understand that each one of us has the opportunity to serve and work and reflect God's love in their own context so I hope that when the time comes if, if you disagree with me you may have you have the permission to come to me and say pastor you know we may see things differently in this particular aspect and that will be okay because what that is what the church is about And the authority of jesus the authority that we want to reflect in this place is not an authority without accountability it's not an authority that doesn't listen but an authority that builds and respects an authority that begins with an acknowledgement that we're all children of god we're all in this together and we all have something to offer in the community of Christ. That is what I think about when I think about the table. This is not my table. It's literally not my table. I didn't bring that. But what I also mean is that this is the table of Christ Can you say amen? Christ makes room for every single one of us to participate, to affirm each one of us as we are, as we come, to see the potential in each one of us. So whatever we do, whatever work we begin whatever dreams we have we understand that we begin with grace just like Jesus did let's pray loving God we thank you for your love and for your grace help us understand and live Under your uh, guidance, help us as we deal with matters of authority to begin with grace. Help us not to be authoritarian. Help us not to be the kinds of people who expect things to be done our way or the highway. But help us begin with the affirmation that we all have a place at your table. So it is in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen.